0: Welcome back, niggas and friends, <laughs> to another episode of this particular podcast. I am Sukiana, aka Suki, with the good
1: coochie, <laughs> and I am Chloe Bailey. This is the read. Thank you for coming back.
0: Yes, just a taste late this week. I just got back from a spiritual excursion. Amen. Um, that I'm quite glad I took it restored my uh zest for life oh amen <laughs> and purpose for being here for now
1: okay <laughs> well it don't get so better that than that nice. i'm glad it did all that for you frank because it sounded incredible
0: oh yeah it was very nice you know i'm a i'm a tropical girl i'm a city girl Retired, but still living. And, you know, so palm trees and warm water and alcohol is all that I need. So it was me and three very good friends in a nice villa. Uh, Shout out to my friend Neff for the invitation. We just drank tequila and played spades and um, listened to classic 90s R&B, got full body massages. In the news. Oh, shit. And um, Oh, ooh-wee. Swam around in the Gulf of Mexico. That was my favorite part because I feel very close to God. I feel like that's something that Beyonce once said in one of her films, but that's also something that I've always felt since I was a child. So just proof that Beyonce and I are very close spiritual. um, Oh, yeah. Kindred spirits, if you will. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, you know, I wasn't playing the games. <laughs> you were in the was, club. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I wasn't interested in any of that. No. <laughs> um. I did bump into people who recognized me. That was mortifying. Wow. Um, yeah. We were walking down the strip and there was some Beyonce playing and my friend Lamar started to get into this choreography. I attempted to give a background uh, performance and I heard someone start chanting my name. Oh, my God. Stage name. that is. (laughs) And I believe I then ran and hid. Yeah, that
1: is. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, but it sounds amazing. And I'm glad you had the time you needed.
0: I absolutely did. Thanks for being patient, everyone, and checking back with us on our late episode and being kind and things of that nature. But let's get the show moving on. Business as usual this week, starting with Black Excellence. And I'm going to give Black Excellence to uh, an icon living, Vivian Millie Bailey. She's 102 years old. Oh, I'm in. And she just crossed a very interesting thing off of her bucket list, which was skydiving.
1: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> so apparently there's like a, a Discovery Network program that uh is like producing a show for Veterans Day on their American Heroes channel. Oh, wow. And so Um, this series Honor Flight Heroes connected with her and talked to her about something that she was hoping that she could get to do that she'd never gotten to do. And she picked skydiving. And so she got, you know, the hookup. It didn't have to pay whatever exorbitant amount of money you need to to jump out of a damn plane and got to do it on camera with her family uh waiting for her when she floated her beautiful black ass down onto the ground again and they were all misty-eyed because she's an icon and wow. uh, a motivating spirit and mama i'm here to tell you at 32 years old <laughs> you look I could I'm n- it, no. <laughs> like I I just ooh, right, sure no thank wouldn't. you.
1: <laughs> could not I
0: just me. got accustomed to actually standing up on a flight to use the restroom <laughs> within probably the last seven years or so. Because I used to make sure <laughs> that yes, I made water before takeoff <laughs> so that I did not need to get my ass up because I didn't believe in that. So um Vivian Millie, if I may. Uh, You're a legend and inspiration and sickening and a badass. And apparently she touched the ground with a smile (laughs) and said that it was fun. Of course she did.
1: Of course she had a grand time.
0: (laughs) She's a living badass.
1: (laughs) How very clever of them to find a way for me to be like actively interested in the military and veterans. Because normally those programs are all about old white men. And I just have heard that story one trillion times, girl. So for them to highlight this black female pilot is just... I mean, sorry, not pilot, but um, this whole skydiving excursion is just amazing.
0: She was apparently born in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh,
1: was she really? Shut up. Let me see. Yes. Oh, all I got to do is send one text.
0: <laughs> she was born in Tulsa and joined the Army due to scarce job opportunities for Black people. Although still segregated in the military, she rose through the ranks, becoming a second lieutenant in April 1943. So go read more of her story It's On Because of Them We Can and shout out to them for always having great content on here for me to read about nice, awesome things that Black people are doing and sharing and being. Okay? So go over there and learn you something.
1: This is incredible. She might have known my grandma. She really might have.
0: Bitch, if your grandma knows this lady.
1: I mean, she really, she really could have. If she's 102, that means she was born in 1918.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to send a text. Or
1: 1919. My grandma was born in like 1926. They might honestly have been friends. I might have to find out.
0: Yeah, I might have to find out. This is incredible. Okay, my bad. This lady might be your auntie. She
1: really might. Oh, like she so I've like, told you about Charlie Wilson and how he was almost my daddy like yes, it could have happened many times. I, mm-hmm. it could have
0: yeah I believe
1: you <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace finding a work life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows I know but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate To just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: Okay, so this week, um, we got some pop culture stuff to discuss in Hot Tops, Operation Dumbo Wop. Where to begin? What? Um couple of things. I was gonna say uh, the whole nine yards, but I think I did that one. Whatever. Um so Beyonce is apparently set to bring us the next installment of the Ivy Park Adidas collaboration empire oh, Kingdom is she? regime. Yes, she um, has teased us with a photograph on her Instagram. It's just like a super saturated, multicolored field with some mountains. It says, This is my park. And I saw this around 10 minutes after it was posted. Again, connection. She waited for me to be online to see it, which I appreciate. Thank you, sis. Um, The caption says, Drip 2, October 30th. And that's about it. She did post like another little teaser that had like some more looks and vibes and feels and stuff in it, but nothing super official yet. I heard a rumor via a stan twitter page that on october 30th she's gonna release like whatever the new main adidas ivy park sneaker is meant to be oh okay she's gonna be on the cover of british vogue i think at the top of november and then like the full new part of the line is supposed to drop some point later in november but again I just take the information that she gives to me through her right. official sources <laughs> because this all could change her mind and be like, actually, <laughs> you know, I'm selling cars instead.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know? she because she has done shit like that before, where y'all niggas, everybody, swerving down. Beyonce is gonna do this one thing, and Beyonce does the exact polar opposite. So we shall see. But I also wouldn't be surprised because she doesn't really do, you know, press promotion. Those are sort the of things are beneath mm. her. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if she was like, okay, for round two of Ivy Park, I guess. But, you know, she also might decide, look, call British Vogue and tell them it's not happening. Mm. <laughs> tell them yeah. the whole damn thing is canceled. The twins have a recital and I can't miss it. Like, you just never sure. know. So, again, whatever she gives us. But um, I'm excited to see the shoes. I missed out on them last time. In fact, I missed out on... Almost everything last time because you niggas never stopped buying it. So
0: I got nothing. Hopefully. (laughs) I loved
1: (laughs) Hopefully this time I can get something.
0: (laughs) I love the um the like burgundy orange color scheme of that first. Yes,
1: me too. So
0: I'm excited to see what this new one's gonna be. I heard it's gonna incorporate green or something like that, but child, whatever it is, I'll take it. I hope. The caviar James gets a giant box <gasps> in the
1: mail. Yes. Oh. It, oh. I wonder if they're doing those big boxes again, and if so, I
0: feel like they probably will. They
1: will. send them to all new people, though. Don't send the same box to the same people who got one last time. Send boxes to. Well, new I names. feel
0: like some people are going to get them just off GP. You know what I'm saying? Like Kelly has hers now. Well, yeah. I mean, Megan will
1: definitely <laughs> get one. <laughs>
0: you know Kelly's. Um, soon-to-be-born baby probably already has their package somewhere Definitely. right you know what i mean like there's just right. some that, that what are you gonna do um but i would really love to see kavia uh, strutting around in <laughs> an official drip to jumpsuit or whatever i need it yeah um we need also we... olympia's doll
1: uh-uh olympia's no quay doll, quay baby. does not no quay quay won't have a line i'm so sorry she won't get a box I'm, not this time I
0: w- I, I'm no. offended. And
1: I, okay. I love Quake. If you could stand for a doll, I would, but no. <laughs> but the caveat idea is genius, actually. <laughs> I would yeah. love to see like an Ivy Park for toddlers, but you know, whatever Beyonce throw up on the wall, I'm going to take it.
0: Um. So what's in here? Apparently, Summer Walker has dodged... Some new form of a pregnancy rumor. What? After yeah, some photo upon on her live gave people uh, the gas to start the uh, the an, A new pregnancy rumor for her. Got a little pooch, a little roundness in the belly and a little selfie situation she took, <laughs> which I'm honestly not sure. I'm guessing that the this Hello Kitty shit on her face is a filter, but I don't know. It could be, like, a temporary tattoo that she got in a cereal box. It
1: could be (laughs) real. (laughs) Right. You never know. Knowing her, it really could be. I got to see. Is there a Hello Kitty Instagram filter? Because there probably is.
0: There are probably two (laughs) dozen right now, yes. But I don't put it
1: past her to put a Hello Kitty right underneath her eye, either. Why not? So...
0: Anyway, so she posted this thing. People were like, oh, my gosh, she's so pregnant. The blogs were like, it's official, girl. Summer Walker's having a baby. So she posted this thing on her Galacta IG and said, y'all weirdos who demands demands a stranger to tell you if they pregnant, LOL, and what kind of creep wants someone else to have a baby that they will never meet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's real, Summer. (laughs) I can't be mad at that.
0: Then she follows it up with, and the answer is, no, bitch, I'm bloated, (laughs) but y'all weird. (laughs) Like, first of all, girl, you're one to talk. You're pretty weird, too. But, like, I feel you. Right. Come on, (laughs) galacta
1: whore. Call me
0: by Right, people weird. Her whole thing is is weird, and I, like, am intrigued by it, and also confused, but I, like, love it. But then I also, like, can't wait to see what's next. Right. Like, I feel like you would come home to Summer Walker, and she would be like painting a mural randomly on the ceiling of like the living room. You just and never know that would girl. be like. A giant <laughs> bottle of Hennessy and I don't know, the bottle surrounded by <laughs> flying kittens and, you know, backwoods. So what I'm saying is she's like lovable weird cute um uh, middle sibling weird. <laughs>
1: like, yes. Like, that's what she gives me. Like, all Whereas the stunts she- <laughs> for attention weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whereas she's just calling y'all annoying weird. Um, You know, I get it. Sometimes you're not pregnant. Sometimes you just got gas. And... It has to be, like, when I first read about this, I said, how often do we acknowledge the section of male privilege where you can just get fat or have a little bit of taco belly and nobody's like, <laughs> hey, congratulations. Right. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it! And the thing about this particular story to me is, like, I know that people are not trying to figure out if she's pregnant to be like, oh my gosh, congratulations, girl, so, so happy for her. They want to meme up the fact that oh, she's... Yeah in this relationship with a nigga that's already got baby mama drama or whatever and she was very publicly in the midst of a lot of that drama right. a couple of times so, so they really want to like gas this up and make it dramatic <laughs> meanwhile mom was like no I actually just had something from q and I wish you would leave me alone right
1: and that's just all there is to it I'm sorry girls I have rice today <laughs> are y'all gonna be alright <laughs> yeah it just goes to show the internet especially like social media um based blogs, which I'm sure the shade room is a huge part of this story somehow, some way, but
0: That's where I'm reading it. You
1: just see <laughs> <laughs> You just have to remember that people who are commenting on those blogs are never looking for the most positive thing they can find. So <laughs> you just have to, like, even though I know I said that Summer was out of line for the way she talked about baby mamas and how she might be next up. To oh, yeah, she a, has said some wild which is, shit. <laughs> right? Like, and I still stand by all that. But also, niggas will take the smallest thing like you have in a burrito bowl and run with it. <laughs> so... You like actually bitch that. i had french toast <laughs>
0: covered pancakes this morning okay and a corona now mind your business
1: like damn a whole ass pregnant you would have thought i was kelly Rowland out here cradling the bump and talking about six months and being all excited like right. calm down girls like yeah I ate. that is the same um internet.
0: And that's the other thing, too. Like, you could be bloated for all kinds of motherfucking reasons. It didn't have to be even like anything that you ate or anything. So it's like, right. girl, sometimes your body is just being your body. And it doesn't mean that you're like, a human um, being. A baby mama. Right. Um, well, someone who did drop off a baby, as we know, Nikki Minaj, has revealed that she has made a young Nicholas. Yay. posted on, on her Instagram notes from her famous gal pal friends like Beyonce and <laughs> Kim Kardashian and Winnie Harlow and I believe her mama
1: and her mama named Carol um, I'm pretty sure
0: I'm, I'm probably thinking of somebody else I'm pretty sure that's her mom. Because
1: somebody Caribbean got a mama named Carol.
0: I mean, everybody. Everybody Caribbean West Indian, right.
1: It's, it's every like, every, like, every, every like, last like, one of y'all.
0: I think I have at least two Carols in my family that I can think of. Course of course right you do. Now. So, yeah. Um, she captioned the update Thank you to Queen B, Kimmy A, Ricardo, Tishy, Winnie, and Carol, and everyone who sent well wishes during this time. <laughs>
1: no, she called her mama Carol. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> with, that's what i was asking like is this her mom? it because, is her my,
1: my mama's name is carol mirage so okay. it probably is
0: and it says love you carol on the car i she
1: mean okay me, so. oh I, we'll go off we on a first name basis now girl
0: it, it meant the world to me i'm so grateful and in love with my son madeline love my favorite little boy in the whole wide world um and then emojis and things of that nature. So, of course, loads and loads of, of congratulations and cuteness. Yeah. I'm really curious, obviously, like, are we going, like, with the super wide open Nicholas as the name? Or are we going with a celebrity <laughs> name like Ambition or Magnitude or Presbyterian or some shit like... I'm just curious to know right. where we went with the the name. The thing ab-
1: The thing about this baby's name... <laughs> The thing about this name is I kind of feel like how I did when Kim was first pregnant and everybody was like, oh, the baby's gonna be Northwest. And I was like, that's kind of absurd. But also, I love it because what a fucking iconic name. (laughs) Nicholas is like, there's no way Nikki is gonna name her baby Nicholas. Yet I I deeply want his name to be Nicholas. Right? (laughs) No way, that's his name. But I really want it to be his name. And maybe she'll surprise me like Kim and Kanye did. And his name will be Nicholas Minaj or whatever her husband's last name is. Nicholas Petty. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, the baby. (laughs) Even Nicholas.
0: Nicholas is a cute (laughs) middle name.
1: Or yeah. My youngest brother's
0: middle name is Nicholas.
1: I would be. I'm not mad at at Nicholas at all. I would literally love it. I just don't think Nikki is going to give it to me neither. Because it would be too perfect. (laughs) It would be like Northwest. (laughs) Right. Like, so I feel like someone at some point
0: was like, oh, you should name the baby. And before they even got out, yep. Nick, she said, shut the fuck up and don't say nothing else to yep. me today. Because
1: Kim did the same thing on some talk show. Northwest, that's such a funny rumor. Ha ha ha. No, that is not the baby's name. What was that damn baby's name? Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> I hope it is. I hope it is, Nicholas, because I would fucking stand.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, uh, many cuddles and... Um, that cute thing where you blow on your baby's belly button and they laugh. Many of yeah. lots of that energy to you, Mother Onika. And apparently, there may be play dates with Adonis coming up soon oh, because wow. on a new song with uh, some rap nigga from Detroit that can honestly kiss my ass after some shit I saw them talking about earlier. But anyway, she's on some new song where she raps and makes a mention about how she hopes that she can play and play dates with Adonis. To which, uh. Adonis's father Aubrey posted an Instagram Live or an Instagram story thing that said "play dates come soon" or "soon come" or whatever in the fuck Jamaican, and so <laughs> <laughs> you ain't like, shit. And so, um, <laughs> that's cute, but I'm like, nigga, Adonis is three, and right. Nicholas Ambition Mirage Petty is like seventy two <laughs> hours old, so like. <laughs> Right. What is Adonis going to do? Feed him?
1: Yeah, we're going to have to teach Adonis how to hold the baby's neck. Right. Like, honestly, they train little girls like that all the time. Adonis can learn how to hold this baby right and sit way back on the couch and wash your hands first and all the shit little girls had to do a trillion times over their lives. And then, you know, in three or four years, when young Nicholas is ready to run around and be head ass, they can have a good time. So, I actually do want that to happen. I hope it does.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And you're also muted. <laughs>
1: How the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. I swear I'm not going to do FaceTime from the computer no more. Woo. It must be a button I'm pushing. How the fuck? It be happening
0: so fast, too. You be like,
1: yeah, girl, because I said, boop. <laughs> I hate the. You know what? I'm going to take Facebook. Like, mm, yeah. Oh, no, I can't take Facebook. FaceTime out of the foreground, because then I won't see you. I'm just going to minimize every other window and put this way up in the corner.
0: Well, yes, the idea of Adonis and uh, Nikki's child having uh, expensing, expensive matching Fendi outfits and... Whatever <laughs> shit our poor asses can ever, <laughs> like, right? You know that will make for cute Instagram content one day. So congratulations to everyone. Speaking of Drake, oh. apparently there's some new discussion about him being urinated on.
1: What? Oh no, I don't I know. No, as well. forget I asked that question because I actually do not want to know. So, so apparently.
0: <laughs> I read this on Wrap Up, and the first line is, T.I. is addressing the long-running rumor that his friend urinated on Drake. Gross. And my first <laughs> my first question was, what? And then my second question <laughs> was, <laughs> my second question was long-running. I have never heard of this shit in my life. But apparently, back on um, Meek Mill's diss towards Drake, uh, he mentioned... The time that, uh quote, you let Tip Homie piss on you in a movie theater, nigga, we ain't forget. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
0: um, wow. Well. And, like, I didn't really, no shade, I didn't really remember that disc record. So, like, that that's why it didn't really ring a bell for me. But, yeah, that apparently that was a rumor that Drake got pissed on in a movie theater by T.I.'s friend. Okay. So. Yeah. T.I. has a new album out called The Libra. Uh the Libra is an acronym for uh <clears throat> the legend is back running Atlanta.
1: What? My no, response album
0: <laughs> My response album is called Cancer, which stands for Clifford Ain't Nobody Concerned Ever Read,
1: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's calm down. Oh um, wow,
1: no, you really oh my God. Oh my god. That is really what I just knew you was fucking with me. (laughs) I just knew that was the setup to a joke. It'll be out by the fall. Oh my god! No, it is the fall.
0: Yeah, it'll be out by winter.
1: What what Um, is this cover?
0: Right. There's a lot going on. Um, I listened to some of the album. TI's T.I. still a really good rapper, in my opinion, you know, and still very T.I. So there's a song called We Did It Big featuring John Legend, which I wanna say I listened to this song and it sounded like John Legend's feature on it is very, very John Legend for most of it, very ballady, great voice. And then it sounds like at some point Chrissy walked into the studio and asked him if he wanted an edible, and he absolutely partook.
1: What? And
0: then and then the trap came. Out, it's very, it's in. I take a listen, okay. It's, now
1: I have to hear it. How can you describe it that way and then I don't listen?
0: That's just how I <laughs> received it. That's incredible. Um, but on the song, um, Clifford is talking about one of his late friends, Terrence Beasley, also known as Cap, who apparently, one time during a private screening for the movie Takers, which I believe is that like heist movie that yes. ti was in and i think chris brown was his brother and maybe michael michael ely was in that
1: i think Ooh, i remember this oh yeah taker oh my god that was 10 years ago
0: yeah it's all booth. yeah this is the movie i'm thinking of And like okay i was gonna say a spoiler oh paul walker
1: was in there <laughs> oh that is sad damn <laughs>
0: Idris Elba. The
1: ratings are awful. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah.
0: It was a terrible movie. I watched it. (laughs) It was awful. I forgot about most of it. Um, Anyhow. So. I guess at some point during this screening. uh, T.I.'s friend. Who I mentioned. Was incredibly intoxicated. And apparently. Pissed on himself so vigorously. Um, with such an intense pressure that some of it somehow uh, managed to splatter onto Drake's shoe to which he reportedly um, jumped from his seat ran out of the theater screaming motherfucker (laughs) Um, okay I mean this all sounds very realistic up to this point so oh I believe this happened (laughs) um (laughs) the line specifically goes spent millions appealing your case while I'm fighting my own somehow got you home so drunk in LA end up pissing on Drake shit fuck it that's still my brother since back in the trap house all we had was each other okay this is actually really intimate and touching and um is it? Um, is it those things? very emotionally vulnerable for a straight man I'm so proud of you oh, TR no. <laughs>
1: Okay, I don't have time for that. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about why did you need to tell us this? <laughs> <clears throat> what a mess like <laughs> bad niggas like what
0: straight know. men are so weird and like especially <laughs> rappers so straight like the way that y'all be like coming for each other is is so bizarre to me like first of all I see how this is supposed to be an embarrassment to Drake, but it's like super embarrassing that your friend right. was dumb wasted Way more at the screening for your movie that he urinated himself and one of your peers. Like that's not something I think I would just be right. casually been like, you know, whatever. But for straight, you know, rat no. niggas, Mm-mm. the sky's the limit. And this is about <laughs> brotherhood. It just is, feels is the like theme of the song.
1: this is not really dissing drake like you might think it is like this is really clowning your homeboy for being that fucking wasted that he did not know he was about to piss and piss with that level of intensity like it just yeah i just don't understand niggas logic it really does not ever come together it don't ever curl all the way over for me so well okay you know, sure, rumor sure has has y'all it did. that
0: drake hasn't followed um TIP from his socials, and so do with that what you oh, will, guys. Wow,
1: so he was really another pit- s- <laughs> <laughs> story for the age. Okay,
0: I know exactly where that was. Yeah, going, but, um,
1: and I'm glad I stopped myself because it was yeah. too obvious. But uh, <laughs> I'm disgusted.
0: Cardi B has um, deactivated her Twitter account because y'all get on her damn nerves and she can't just go back and get some dick again without y'all having to judge her to the moon and back and she's so motherfucking sick and frankly confused as to how you motherfuckers didn't know she was going back to get some more of that dick any the fuck way so she's tired of y'all and that's the story I could probably be finished (laughs)
1: that actually is that is actually the entire story y'all i just keep reminding myself that cardi never told us she was getting divorced that shit got leaked that's true. And so she may have been planning to fuck that nigga for her birthday, Thanksgiving, and Christmas this whole time.
0: She was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I but know she was.
1: but the stands have very, very strong ideas about what Cardi should do. They are convinced she's in an abusive relationship. I personally am not willing to go that far because I just don't know it well enough for that. But they're convinced that it's. I mean, he's certainly unhealthy. hoeing. Right. You know well, I mean, I and mean, I don't think anybody doubts that, but yeah. I just I hesitate to say abuse because that's a very serious allegation.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't mean. even
1: though they are constantly inviting us into their business. I do not know their relationship well enough to say that. Um, not interested uh, also right so I'm just really I'm not surprised because (laughs) niggas are fucking ruthless and they will say anything apparently they was dragging her makeup artists and her fucking publicists and everybody else like (laughs) the carbs have been acting the fuck up and she's just fucking over it she said fuck all of y'all everybody girl not the fans clearing everybody out all of y'all this is all your bitches fault all y'all bitches are fake or or cap I I don't even want to know what offsets comments mentions look like because I'm sure it's literal hell. But I saw him
0: post uh, something I think on Instagram that had a caption that said, "I won."
1: After her birthday oh my god! Like oh god! Because
0: remember before, like when they had first separated and he tweeted, "Y'all, Y'all won,", won and yeah, th- to say like we were the reason. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was out with bartenders or whatever. Right. The fuck he
1: was doing. So it was like, yes, bartender.
0: I guess he bought her a car and a billboard and like you just said, I, I am certain that my bitch was like, my birthday is in like two to three weeks. I'm getting fucked. Right. And then we could talk about the and birthday.
1: And that's all there now. is to that. And that's all that it takes. So, And she don't really care if she looks stupid behind that nigga because she's 28 years old. This is her husband. We all know Cardi has issues. She has talked openly about like her issues with wanting her child to grow up in a two-parent home and all that. I'm sure she has a lot of to work through that she is not working through so of course she's back with that nigga like y'all just gonna have to let her be a human being and work this shit out on her own time
0: you had a conversation with her i saw you, you had a conversation <laughs> i would with her not call today.
1: that i would not call that a conversation i just yeah. i i posted um a video that i love by rico nasty talking about being with a nigga with her stupid face on because who has not been there before Thank you. Who among us has not (laughs) gone back to a situation or stayed in a situation where we know we was being the fucking fool? Especially because everybody know about this nigga and his dumb ass. And I'm still here with this dumb nigga because of my fucking feelings. Like, everybody can relate to that. If you can't relate, then you probably just have not dated that much. Which, nothing wrong with that. But eventually, everybody plays the fool. So... I just posted that because I knew that was going to be Cardi's energy. I had no idea. She was literally going to go live later that night with that exact same energy. (laughs) I did not know she was going to see that. I woke up the next day and finally got on Twitter like, I don't know, halfway through the day and things were chaotic. So
0: I feel like, you know, there are just some people who really don't deal with that kind of pressure from fans especially that insane amount of them at the same time Yeah, judging you like making it. you know what I mean and that's completely human I feel like most people would be that way even the people who you know take the most pride in coming up with whatever rumor or being at the forefront of every single like scandal all of the time or whatever but then there are some people who also have either trained or, you know, learn through experience, whatever, of being like, y'all gonna have to actually kiss the back of my ass. Like, I'm gonna yeah. just go fuck this nigga. I'm gonna do the, and you know what I mean? It is what it is. I'm not having a conversation with you about it. Maybe I'll put it in a song. Maybe I'll put it in a <laughs> book or something like that. But I'm not about to jump onto it. Because it's like, I was listening to some of the clips that she was on Instagram talking about, Um, you know, like, she didn't. She didn't uh, announce that she was getting divorced or whatever. It came out, and she spoke about it because they were saying, "Oh, well, she she he had got somebody else pregnant, and that was the right. reason." Right. So I was like, "Okay, I, I I understand," but like, I also feel like. At some point, girl, like, you gotta, I I don't know how, because I'm obviously not mega famous. Right. But like, at some point, I, you just gotta be able to free yourself from that kind of bullshit. Like, because I can't imagine uh, so many people who have something to say or something negative to say about it. Like you said, have not experienced the exact same fucking thing. And honestly, for me, when offset and Cardi B became a thing initially, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a back and forth. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Of course. Because like we've done this before with these niggas. (laughs) So why are we even acting like this is off Cardi's trajectory? Like y'all knew that this Yeah. I don't I've always just asked
1: to be left out of it. And that's why I really think It's not even just me wanting to be left out of it. It's I really feel like it's not serving Cardi to pay so much attention to what these people say because they are not you, girl. They have no idea what it's like to be you and they're not living your life. So if I could say anything to Cardi B and she actually hear it, I would say, please DM Dr. Joy on Instagram. Please follow Therapy for Black Girls. Like this is not shade or a joke or anything. You will be so much better off once you learn to tune out the voices of your fans and not saying they don't matter but people's comments on your personal life and how you're handling your relationships and all that people simply do not know you well enough for that they could have watched every episode of reality tv that you was on and followed you from the very fucking beginning when your tooth was chipped and they still would not know you well enough to comment on your life and you have just got to learn how to tune that shit out because it's it be impossible one thing- to be famous otherwise
0: It'd be one thing if, you know, she was still in the streets catching cases and shit. Then it'd be like, yes, mama, like, let's. She's not, you know she's not
1: above that either. She did beat them I girls' mean, asses. I that's what I'm saying.
0: Head. And, like, I don't even know if that's, that case is closed or. or they probably what settled the it a while back. Yeah, maybe they did. But, like, even her, when she did address. The filing for the divorce, I actually appreciated what she said about it, which was that, like, nothing bad necessarily happened. I just I'm know tired. that something yeah. is on the edge of happening, and I'd rather just go on about my business at that time. So I was like. <laughs> I don't even, it's not like, you know, the headline comes out that Cardi B has dragged yet another, you know what I'm saying, bitch by her weave on Dykeman over Offset. You know, then it would be like, yes, let's talk about how we can emancipate um, (laughs) Belkalis. Let's do that. But, like, this is just, like, it's one of many celebrity stories where it's like, yeah, I guess we can pick this apart and, like, make the jokes and the memes out of it and stuff. But, like, girl, I don't. You don't need to come on here. Every you really don't trying to break down every corner of every case and all of the receipts of what you actually say. Cause also people are just going to go with whatever, whatever they, they want, want to, to. anyway, or whatever they're entertained <laughs> by. So it's like, you just raising your blood pressure,
1: right? The truth matters to very, very few people, not enough for you okay. to continuously be online trying to defend yourself. Again, these niggas don't actually know you, Belcalis. They know of Cardi B at best so like <gasps> her I sleeves, just, um yeah I want something better for her I really do
0: a stamp page for sleeve said Cardi B threw shade at Ariana Grande during a recent Instagram live what? which was a clip from her live where she said that she tired of people telling her what to do like she's uh, she's of a whole bunch of 15 year old telling her what to do like she's Ariana Grande like she came from a Disney channel which was like how?
1: Oh, like, I mean I don't that's not really dragging Ariana
0: <laughs> that's not shade to her she's saying like girl I'm not, I'm not a baby right like, and I'm I never was
1: y'all never knew me as a exactly. child y'all knew me as a fucking stripper so so like you, I,
0: you were introduced to me talking about second date.
1: What are right, we, so why are you? Stop treating me like I'm one of these little girls y'all grew up with. I'm not Sky Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. If only, because what Sky has <laughs> is not a problem.
0: What, what thing she does not have is Listen, a problem. Listen,
1: all she does is post pictures of her looking incredible and.
0: And like graduate.
1: <laughs> although I did see her in somebody's life. Was it Cardi's? I I did see her commenting in somebody's live, and I fucking. I literally don't think
0: I ever see her involved in anything like dramatic. I know that her um, that what is that that young lady that was cussing on Doctor Phil and embarrassing her mama? Oh, bad baby, (laughs) bad baby, like. She was trying to get something out of out of that. I think Sky Jason like powder his train. See, fuck out of here. And then like their mamas, I think got into it a bit because I still I believe Mm. that they're from New York. So her her mama was like, listen, one thing. It's whatever you want, right? That's
1: a child. (laughs) But I'll beat your ass.
0: Right. <laughs> it's like, whatever. That's
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that shit. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't feel like yeah. People calling that shade towards Ariana were looking for shade towards Ariana. Please, I'm sure Ariana herself was like, "Let me stay completely out of that. <laughs> Let me not even associate with whatever." Because you niggas, again, these fans they want to see mess.
0: Look at this, like. This just popped into my head when <laughs> Odell Beckham's response to that rumor about him being shit on or liking scat play or whatever. Oh God! Do you remember? He was like, he basically said, "Okay, if I would have said nothing, if I say nothing, then it's true because I'm not defending myself. Uh-huh. If I do come out and say something, you know, then." It, you know, obviously I'm trying to cover up something or whatever. I'm trying to, You know, it would have been like, regardless of how he responded to it, people are going to go with whatever they right. go with. So he would laugh it off and keep it moving. So that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes when you can tell, it's just people, you know, being a mess and having fun or memeing on, on, well, Social media. You just yeah. need to eat a chip and put on your sunglasses. Like right. some Like these laugh. niggas,
1: they just want to laugh, especially now. They just wanna laugh. <laughs> they just wanna it, laugh. Yes. And they will make Don't jokes care. out of anybody's situation. The truth Don't will care. affect maybe five people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe five people will be like, Oh my bad. I'm so sorry. I made this comment thinking it was one way, but it's another. Everybody else yeah. is just trying to laugh and escape reality. You just you cannot yeah. be too invested in what them niggas have to say about your private life.
0: And sometimes the laughter is, like, all in good fun and isn't really, you know, like, the worst. Like, seeing that little three-year-old baby girl drag the dog shit. Did you see that? I don't think so. This girl on her... Birthday! This adorable three-year-old oh, baby girl. I did with see your that. And it's hating, hating ass little girl next to her. I mean, she was steaming the entire time because it's not her birthday, and blew out this baby's candle before her. And when I tell you, Mama dragged her ass.
1: She did. Like grab that Mona wig, Scott
0: nigga. wishes wishes <laughs> she was on the premises and she went back for more girl she did <laughs> they turned on loose after, and she
1: went back on that ass I screamed
0: and after mama got her ass whooped both times she came out like I'm still pretty and I don't care I did it oh well yeah, definitely that definitely. so funny okay.
1: that was funny I was like somebody please relight that baby's candle and get this other little girl and, and, carry right. her ass out this party and let this child have her damn moment
0: because I was mad for her, so I was actually quite satisfied with the the like.
1: Yeah, beat her ass.
0: The, the professionalism, <laughs> right, in that dragging.
1: Like, she's had her. It time. was a little toddler fight club, and I was not mad. Like, like, especially because like... that other girl looked significantly older
0: yeah she did look she looked like she a was like five or
1: six yeah, so like yeah. girl i'm really gonna beat your ass because i'm three and i can tell you bigger than me which means you should know better than this this is rude and disrespectful
0: but guess who's standing on a, a chair and who's not bitch because it's my birthday so i have the advantage and that ass is what you are yes. mine today i
1: know they relit that baby's candle and let her have her fucking moment
0: they had to <laughs> that was awful kids
1: are everything
0: and everybody as a kid has that cousin who be hating when it's and it's, it's like your birthday and not theirs right. like
1: bitch you know you have one too right? like girl and you the only one you... who get a cake and a song and presents on that day too so shut up bitch so, everybody here get cake right unless your birthday is Christmas or Christmas Eve or within like Ooh, a week yeah. or two of Christmas cause them niggas get fucked they do
0: and I always said I never even had like I had like a my birthday falls like on Thanksgiving sometimes. But, like, I've had, like, some friends who have birthdays right in christmas area and i was always like child i couldn't oh yeah i wouldn't i don't know how i would do i be i would you know be trying to make you the extra gift <laughs> <Just go outside. laughs> right. say, pick some sticks and a little soil and make you a car out of it or, yeah i don't know because i just couldn't be the one that was like well bitch pick one damn it
1: <laughs> yeah my cousin's birthday is christmas eve and he stayed getting like a christmas gift one year and a birthday gift the next it's like damn <laughs> <laughs> dead ass dead ass unless it was something like socks that nigga was getting one good Let present me tell you per something. year
0: <laughs> when I turned like a solid 25 on my parents birthday I would be like so I feel as though actually you know in retrospect <laughs> since you owe me about like mm, half of my life's presents oh my I just figured God. I'd save the money this year for you and just give you a hearty handshake <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday <laughs>
1: You know, I'm not mad at that. Let me re- let me write that down because Christmas is coming up.
0: <laughs> um, Do you know who Ryan Henry is <clears throat> from Black Ink Crew?
1: Oh, yes. The nigga who is kind of mixed, but not really. And kind of a fuck boy.
0: I guess all of those
1: things. Yeah, I think so. Ryan is the one who owned <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Yeah. OK, I know who that is.
0: Well, his latest whole scandal is apparently the fact that he um, had been having a sexual relationship or had sex more than once with uh, one of his best friend's exes, who's also the mother of that friend's kids, (gasps) and Ryan's godson's mom. No, nigga! And apparently, said friend is the godson to Ryan's kid.
1: So the only way this oh, no, could be the
0: godfather to Ryan's.
1: This kid, is I mean, so. This is like your closest friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, like fam, like brothers, yeah. like family. Oh, yeah.
1: wow. niggas are trash. Did he deny it?
0: Um. No, I don't know how <laughs> we could have. So the the friended question Anthony posted. Um this iOS press release that says I've been debating over a week about sharing this. Everyone says, don't run to social media. We run to social media for our joys, but hide our lows. While I'm at my lowest point I've ever been in my life. I found out last week via my son's mother text that her and Ryan, my best friend and father to my godson, has been fucking each other over a year and a half. It took so much of a toll. I ended up overdosing last week. Do I want to kill myself? No, the overwhelming pain and, me being distraught led me down a path I had never faced.
1: Holy shit.
0: Being that yesterday was mental health day, I decided to share this. I believe it was suicide prevention? I don't know. It might have been both. Um, Yeah. I don't really remember which one it was, but um, he also alleged in the caption that the nigga threatened to kill him because he told Rachel, which is uh, Ryan's... Son's mom. Yeah. And a whole bunch of other, you know, apparently he also was fighting cancer around the time that this happened. Shut
1: up! It keeps getting
0: something. worse. I don't know. He posted the text messages from between the, the two of them. Uh, it's a mess. Anyways, oh wow. So I mean, the families have gone on on trips together. The of course, children are, are are the children are all good friends. It's it's giving that. So
1: oh wow.
0: You know, scandal and 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 gasp and emojis. And so when Ryan was prepared, he um had his his real sit down. I don't know what Instagram's <laughs> doing. It. Reels oh, yeah, reels. Tokens. That is what
1: they're called. You're right.
0: Journeys and whatever the fuck. Anyway, this nigga went on Instagram and basically went on to try to tell this story, which is that, yes, he fucked her a couple years ago and about two months ago again. <sighs> no! And then also that they had talked about it already I'm gonna tell you the truth. I think I cut it off about halfway too <laughs> because it was like it was like the typical like you know when like a nigga is like. Yeah, coming clean to a degree about some shit that they Mm -hmm. did but it's like you're talking in circles nigga get it out and like when it's happening to you like you're in it you want to like scream or like individually pull out all of their eyelashes in frustration Okay, it was giving that because all he kept saying was like we had talked about this and when y'all found out about it I had been in Vegas and I didn't say anything because we had already addressed it, well, why would you? But say then y'all anything? found like... about it. But I was in Vegas, and we had already addressed it. So... But I was in Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. It was like a lot of talking in circles. But he said he did have sex with a girl, and oh, okay. they, you know, had apparently all talked about it. Him, his friend, um, his child's mom, his friend's child's mom, no. and apparently other people who may have been involved in some hosts. So it sounds like they made a private attempt.
1: Yeah, to, like, it does sound like it, that. Discuss it,
0: get to the bottom of it, or whatever. And for the friends' reasons, you know, <laughs> mental mental health day or whatever, he decided that he wanted to share this, um, you know, final act of oh Medea's Black Ink reunion with the rest of us. You can't be serious. So,
1: <clears throat>
0: <laughs> here we are today. Apparently, the the baby mother in question. Um also took to Instagram to share her side of of of, of everything. Oh, no. Um people were not nice to her. They said that her eyebrows look like sweet potato wedges. <laughs> and so they didn't believe anything. Oh, that well, sounds didn't. like something I would say. They I said that. Oh. They they did make fun of her eyebrows. I don't remember exactly what they called them, but they made fun of her eyebrows and <laughs> and cast doubt on her story. Because the fact it, that you are so deeply not
1: unfair. shit. You are not shit.
0: <laughs> That's what they were... I'm paraphrasing. So, she came out. She said that the nigga who uh, is calling her out, her baby father was abusive towards her and posted shots. Of, I mean, you know, photos of injuries and things that she had. Then he dropped... Um, police records that were meant to prove that he was actually the victim of abuse, and DMs what? from her basically admitting to her own demons and, and rage and seeking therapy. Then she, you know, she dropped a, a draw four and a reverse and a stop. I mean, a skip. And they just kind of went back and forth at that for a little bit. So it became clear to me after a while that this had little to do with Ryan specifically, and he was more the forefront of the story because he's the famous one.
1: It wow, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Sounds like
0: (laughs) a scandalous, um, sexual. I don't know. Okay. Delve into the wild side (laughs) with, you know, details that are probably familiar to many of y'all because honestly, this doesn't,
1: It sounds very nigger Sound like anything
0: brand new or unique or groundbreaking. I feel like a lot of y'all be fucking each other. Yeah,
1: I can't say this is a story I've never heard before because I grew up with uh, niggas and had niggas for friends and this is just the Mm. type of shit. Although I'm sure white people have this kind of drama as well. The point remains, like, now that you've given me the whole story, it's clear that Ryan's name is in this so that it is a story. Although Ryan is also very trifling for this. Like, this is just so... Is there no loyalty amongst niggas these days? Is there no loyalty?
0: The fuck?
1: This is so fucked up, man. Damn. It's like
0: like uh, to me it feels like his friend was like now you're not about to keep getting all of these hard eyes emojis and shit in your motherfucking (laughs) captions and posting all these thirst traps and shit like that and people don't know what a scumbag you are (laughs) Like, (laughs) like he was just like not content until people knew how foul he did it. And he really <laughs> right. did. You know what I mean? And it's like, nigga, you're a very good looking guy. You know what I'm saying? Who's, who's single or whatever the fuck and sowing his oats or whatever. So <laughs> you could likely go and have a good time with many. Beautiful any women woman, from damn near any the fuck where. So, why would you sleep with your best friend's kid's mom? Your godson's damn mama? Like, because niggas, niggas in temptation. Come on, bro. Like, it's you can text nobody else.
1: It's pussy. And even if it's good pussy, a million billion girls have good pussy. So, it's just so many. There's just so no many. reason to do this to somebody that you call that close of a friend. Like, him and the baby mama, they are both extremely trifling. Like, so trifling. This is so raggedy. Damn. Y'all are that horny. Like, it just really, but you know. Like, come on. I mean, I just don't. I really don't understand people who have zero control over their sexual urges. It's like, grow up. Mm. Grow up. At some point, you have to grow up. You do have to have mm. control over what you desire sexually. I get that it's a carnal, primal urge, but you have to be an adult about it. This is ridiculous.
0: Especially if it, you know, has the possibility of ruining several lives. Right. And
1: like, this is a very close also... friend. This might as well be a brother. <laughs> what is wrong right. with you? Uh oh, niggas.
0: So many other places to put your dick.
1: The nigga was
0: like, you know, a couple years ago it happened and as no. recent as two months ago. I was like, as recent as two damn months ago? So y'all was fucking in the, the
1: pandemic? Like, what <laughs> the? Oh my god. Oh my god. It's a billi- billions and billions of other vaginas in this world. And you just had to park it in that one.
0: Well, good luck with everybody involved. Oh,
1: right. I feel for the I feel for the innocent parties in this situation. The yeah. the partners who didn't have nothing to do with it and the children cuz they don't deserve this dumb shit.
0: Um last but not least, um the real niggas with attitude are us. After Ice Cube, um.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, "Sure is." And what about it? <laughs>
0: um. So after like a while of these weird tweets and shit coming from Ice Cube, where he was doing this like cryptic pro-black thing, where he was. Like low key encouraging voter suppression and and like kind of discussing yeah. the black vote in a strange way. Right. It comes out that he's apparently been working with the Trump administration on uh, what he calls the the contract with Black America, girl. And so they have basically turned that into you know. Diet Trump and whatever the black Mm -hmm. program is over there for that. And all of the, you know, usual insane conservatives are front row center, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Ready to mock niggas, basically, like, here's another one of your Negroes over here on the the winning team. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Catch up, girls. So, let me be honest with you, I didn't dig too deep into, like, all of the the details of why any of this was happening because i did a bit of reading about it when it first came out as official that they were working together in whatever manner and all I kept seeing was niggas saying Ice Cube know what he doing if anything Ice Cube ain't stupid if anything Ice Cube know what he Mm -hmm. doing we gotta trust I gotta wait to hear from Ice Cube so we waited to hear from Ice Cube Ice Cube don't know what he doing so I would say that (laughs) um, (laughs) we could just go ahead and let that narrative (laughs) go
1: I and mean, that's very clear to all of us who, you know, read things on a regular basis. It's very clear. Because, yeah. oh my God, I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, I mean, I'm uh, just about wrapped. I feel <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know exactly <laughs> what to to say out of this. Um, I, it's just, I don't understand how... I don't understand how some of us are still seeming like, okay, let's say that I assume, you Mm -hmm. know, in my naivete (laughs) that this is a genuine attempt from Ice Cube to work with Lucifer to benefit Black people Mm -hmm. somehow, right? Like genuinely trying. How do you at this point not realize that that don't work? Right. They will take any living opportunity to grasp onto any negro with influence. Yeah. In a way to say like Look at him, girl. Look at this one, sis. I mean, he, she, they, they're they're caught up to speed. So what is it with you, you know what I'm saying? Lowly peasanted Negroes who still have a problem with our racism. You know, and you and you don't even actually have to be influential, which is the crazy thing. You all you really need to be is a nigga that at least five of us have heard of. And right. like Donald Trump Jr., it could be chameleonaire, mims, field mob. Motherfucking like um, who 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 was the them franchise boys like all of them girls okay. could just say you know I'm pro Trump for whatever reason and Donald Trump Jr. will retweet you because right it doesn't matter it's all about just mocking and trying to like basically stand in the face of the actual common sense shit that Black people be talking about. Because there's always some attempt, some agenda, some scheme to, like, twist the very basic common sense things that we're talking about. Like, it could be as plain as one plus one equals two. And they have to just blow it out of proportion to make it so I just don't understand how black people could still be trying to do it's like the sh- same shit that steve harvey said that he was trying to do yes and like, some other niggas who was like oh yeah no i went down to the tower because i wanted to talk to him and like actually you know you got to sit down with him and, and effect
1: actually, change you know, chrisette bitch. michelle said that dumb shit isaiah washington said cancer? he d- said that dumb shit <laughs> it's like, just like when has that worked right it it simply does not work and the problem for me with ice cube is that he turned it he's he's maintained that he is not supporting trump and even though one of them trump ugly ass demon sons posted a Photoshop picture of ice cube and 50 cent in like these maga hats right and he was like uh nigga please like fuck out of here or whatever with that like first of all i don't know how you did not see this campaign using you as a fucking pawn like I don't know how you didn't see that when that is what they've done did you literally just start paying attention six months ago because that is what they have done to every nigga Even remotely involved with the Trump campaign since that nigga started running. So, like, like, every time. I don't know how you didn't see that. And then also, for your whole justification for this to be, well, I sent it to both parties, and the Democrats said, let's talk after the election, and Trump said, well, let's do blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you don't know that Trump is a liar? Again, are you just now paying attention? And shook, girl. Trump is a goddamn liar, girl. You really think the person who, along with Mitch McConnell, is making sure that Americans don't get nothing past that $1,200 they sent out back in fucking April? You really think that nigga is going to spend $500 billion on black America and create $3 jobs and actually do something about police reform? Are are you kidding me right now? Do you really... So them nigga sent you an email and you was like cool. That's enough for you to actually not even go so far as to endorse the nigga, but to talk about him in a way as if to suggest that Donald Trump is worth listening to for black people. Like Joe Biden is trash, the Democratic Party is trash, but they have the lowest level of trash if you compare it to fucking Trump. And I just don't know how you got I just don't know how you got to the point where you felt like this was a person whose policies you could even pretend to endorse. Like, I don't even know how you got to a place where you were just like, yeah, I'm just saying Trump said he would do this and this. And the Trump team said this, like, I'm sorry, you're 51 fucking years old. You don't know this nigga is a liar? Yes. You're too fucking old for this. You don't know this man is a liar. The nigga who took out a whole page in the times,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was fucking Lil Yachty, who was like,
1: man, Trump, are you out of a, your I mind? I would
0: still call you all of the dumbasses. But like, Ice Cube, nigga, oh like, God. with your age and your resume, I'm so confused. Sense. I mean,
1: especially for a person who was part of a group called NWA. Yeah. I mean, fuck the police.
0: It's right there.
1: I just feel like... I mean, and and the very vocal opposition to Donald Trump, even four years ago, how did you get to this place where just like Isaiah Washington, all it took was a little bit of attention from massa for you to feel like this was somebody worth listening to. Like he ain't betrayed every other nigga in the country. Donald Trump is the, like <laughs> probably the worst. I don't even want to say probably the worst president of our lifetimes, because Lord knows the universe will be like, oh, is that a challenge bit? Yeah, like
0: <laughs> I agree. Because I
1: thought that that was Bush. Junior, and then I was proven incorrect. So I would just say, certainly the worst of my lifetime. And I was alive when Reagan was president. So, yikes! I just need for niggas to think like with their thinking caps on tight. Let's like let's strap them on real tight, and let's sit down, crisscross applesauce in the corner, and let's really think about what we're doing here. A month before the fucking election.
0: right how egotistical do you have to be to be like i'm gonna be the famous nigga that's gonna be the one they actually listen to and take
1: seriously, as opposed to all the other famous niggas of various degrees of of um fucking education because ice cube was like don't let all the niggas with podcasts and radio shows tell you that i'm unqualified without asking to see their degrees like a degree is not what makes you stupid it isn't It's plenty of people with degrees on degrees who are dumb as every shit you dumb as every shit because you just don't think nor do you read nor do you talk to people who do either one of those things. That's your problem. It's not a lack of degree. It's a lack of asking and reading and thinking and talking. That's your issue. So, I just, niggas are really blowing me right now because I honestly respect 50 Cent more for being like, I'm endorsing Trump because he's not going to raise taxes on me and I'm fucking rich. I actually respect that more, even though it is disgusting, because at least you're saying something that makes sense. It's fucked up. There's
0: logic in right. it. Right.
1: It's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. It is completely yeah. fucked up. But yeah. I'm very fucking rich and I don't want to pay more under taxes. Makes a lot more sense than, well, I sent an email to both of them. And this one said, well, let's see what happens when we get in office. And this other said, oh, we'll do it. This nigga who is a documented liar for all of his fucking life.
0: Yeah, I literally was just having that conversation th- this, this past week. And I mentioned like when I hear from cons- supporters of his, conservative whatever, who were like, I fuck with him because of the tax thing. Greed right. as disgusting as it is and as as I as much as I disagree with it has logic to it. I understand why you feel that way yeah. even though it grosses me out. Right. Whereas like when you're talking about all of the racism <laughs> surrounded in this system, you're always going to reach nonsense because yes. racism's nonsense. Right. So it's like I don't understand how we keep reaching this crossroads bitch because nothing here makes sense ever.
1: Right. And to think that Donald Trump will be more effective at combating racism in the United States of America than Joseph Biden is actually preposterous. <laughs> that is actually preposterous. Like, it's so stupid. I would rather you say, I'm not voting because I don't believe in either party. I'm going to vote in my local elections. I don't give a shit what y'all do in America. I would rather you say, I'm fucking rich and I don't want my taxes to go up. I make more than $400,000 a year and I'm not trying to pay more in taxes. Like, literally... Anything but this dumb shit where you actually are saying to the rest of us out loud in public that you thought Donald Trump was going to do something good for niggas. (laughs) The same Donald Trump, again, that took out a full page ad in the New York Times to advocate for the arrest and the punishment of innocent niggas. I just want to remind you niggas that that happened. All the housing discrimination over the years, all the allegations of sexual abuse and all that shit. Everything. You just put all that to the side because these niggas fucking zoomed you and said, let's talk. Mm-hmm. And you believed it. Like you really fell for that shit at your big grown age. You honestly should be ashamed.
0: What we don't know is that um, Donald and Ice Cube had a conversation where Trump revealed that Boys in the Hood is his favorite film. Get me out of here. And so. <laughs>
1: Nah, he
0: you was forced to reconsider his ways. You too much after having a conversation with one O'Shea Jackson. All right, you know. Nah, I'm done. So, I,
1: I am done. <laughs> like I don't like, Niggas get on my nerves. I have
0: been like bracing myself for these next couple of weeks all year. And it just seems like day by day goes by and everybody's showing their ass. Like everybody, everybody, some even literally. Yeah. With the the tag vote right on top of it and no further information. I'm like, girl, okay, so listen. (laughs) Like, like, I'm like, all right, you wanna show your ass or your scrote or whatever the fuck it is, Gooch, do that, you know what I'm saying? But like, they'll just stick a vote. Period. Full stop. And then, like, what? What is the correlation? (laughs) Like, I'm all for a thirst trap. You know, I like my thirst quenched. Oh yeah, we saw it. I like to quench thirst as well. Instagram. We saw it. That's right. Surf, bitch. (laughs) Pussy so wet. You can surf, bitch. (laughs) So I'm into all of that. But like, give the girls some links.
1: Something. Some resources. Anything. Anything. But you know, Kendrick Sampson is a
0: perfect example. (sighs) And long before election, would post a workout. Posted, you know, a nice uh, thirst trap, a shirtless thirst trap, and underneath that was a block of information, (laughs) facts, resources, links, and calls to action. (laughs) Just anything to get y'all to
1: pay attention.
0: (laughs) Give me something to click on,
1: right? Because don't vote if you're voting for Trump. Right. (laughs) Right. God damn, we don't want everybody to vote. Like, bitch, we see your ass crack every day, girl. What's it
0: like? A lot of people don't even read your captions. We're just
1: looking oh, at that. Oh,
0: Lord. Um, all right. So that's it for the Hot Tops. We're done. Let's take a break and then come back and read your letters. We're back to our regularly scheduled programming. And it is now time for your listener letters.
1: Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We have a couple of updates. This one from Miranda, who... um. If you remember, I think it was last week, she's the one who was dating her friend's husband, except they were separated. And they were going through this divorce and she felt like she was in the middle of it because her friend was. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yes. So she said, thank you for giving me the push. I needed to be honest about my mess after I sent my email. But before you read it, I attended Sarah's birthday weekend at her family's cabin. She invited about 10 people, but I'm the only one who showed up. And I was like, damn, she really ain't got no friends. She was happy to see me. And we talked freely. She was different in a good way. She had moved out at the beginning of the year and the men she'd been cheating with dropped her pretty quickly after that. But as cuffing season arrived, her male friends came out of the woodwork to shoot their shots. That means she was getting dicked down and had men on deck and she seemed genuinely happy and it was making her a less miserable person. (laughs) After I listened to your show, I contacted her immediately We talked. I told her that Philip and I really like each other. And that the wedding I'd mentioned to her was an overnight trip, everything about it. And that girl code had me feeling guilty. She told me not to worry because everybody deserves happiness, including Philip, but especially me. Philip is a good man. They just didn't work because she is type A and he is laid back. And see, she thought Philip and I would make a much better couple than they ever were. And she said that she was even secretly hoping something would happen between us, which honestly to me sounds like a fucking stretch, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. who knows? She said, bitch, I ain't get hit with nothing. Nobody is catching a case. However, I did text Philip, thinking this was going to be a good thing, but Mans was pissed saying that he respects the girl code, but she so- showed no concern for his or his kid's feelings when she cheated. And now she only calls to get stuff she left at the house. So he was really in her in his feelings about the fact that they made up but she said we talked about it we're all good now they've both asked that i keep each of their personal lives from the other which is obvious and they won't put me in the middle we'll see how everything goes but it's looking good and i'm optimistic thanks again miranda so girl i'm honestly stunned that that did not end with somebody getting stabbed but Also, very, (laughs) very happy for you because it could have so easily gone in the other direction. All right.
0: Absolutely.
1: Let's jump into the trash. This first letter this week comes from Janine, who says, I just started getting to know a new guy who is very interesting and super sweet. But I heard from a friend of a friend who heard from another friend that he has a kid and doesn't pay child support. That's a huge hell no for me. But nobody has real valid proof of this accusation. So right now it's just gossip. Do you two have any advice on maneuvering this situation? Any idea on how I could get to the bottom of it in the best way possible? I'm not blunt enough to go from how was your day to do you have a kid and not pay child support? (laughs) Without feeling uncomfortable. Any thoughts from you two would help? I'm typically very anxious to ask men. I'm interested in hard questions for many reasons, but I'm working on it. Thanks, Janine.
0: Oh, Janine same
1: <laughs> it's a process
0: <laughs> yeah you know you have to yell at them you have to move furniture so <laughs> no um exhausting I don't know man like I'm I'm direct I just I do like I don't know I really can't think of where to go in terms of getting this information without just Asking the nigga. I mean, obviously, you could ask him and he could just lie. Right. So, there's that as well. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but, I mean, if you feel like he would lie to you, there's that. And that would just go ahead and be stacked on top of the fact that he also, you know, <laughs> potentially has a child he does not take care of. Right. And I feel like at that point, you know, you shouldn't really have any more questions. But, um, I honestly just feel like I would... Give him the opportunity to tell me the truth about it yeah, or whatever. See how I feel about it. And then, again, me... Does this person say how old they are? No, she does not. Okay. At this stage in my life, you know, um, I'm... Like I said, I feel like if I felt like you weren't telling me the truth after that, I would just go my own way Uh but i suppose you could i don't know what's the where where would you go first to dig dirt
1: (laughs) uh facebook
0: (laughs) that was my first thought but like bitch you know i'd say facebook like a spaceship i don't know where (laughs) to go what to click on it's too much i heard that they've changed the way that it looks again but
1: oh i don't have time for that
0: (laughs) yeah from what i i know um Through people who actually use Facebook and understand it. Um, I think you could probably get an answer to your question, average like, you know, three (laughs) minutes, four.
1: Yeah. But between the
0: time of logging on,
1: between his Facebook, his Instagram, and his Twitter, I feel like you should be able to find out the answer to this. Um, Definitely, I agree with Kid Fury. Definitely the first step is to just ask. If he has a kid, maybe you don't even have to go straight to the do you pay child support. (laughs) But if y'all are, you know, just now getting into each other, y'all have this mutual crush or whatever, then I would definitely just start with, do you have any kids? (laughs) And see where it goes from there. Because And then at the same time, because I believe it's important to uh, run intel on everybody who is a potential dating match, I definitely would either do my own social media investigation or get my friends who are good at it to see what they could find because people are very stupid. They could have everything locked down and yet they add every stranger who requests them. And then boom, (laughs) instantly a total fucking weirdo that you've never met has access to all the personal things you ever put on Facebook. So like, this is true. I would, I would definitely go that way first. um, Or you could ask your friends, the people you heard this rumor from, because you did say it was a friend of a friend of another friend. Like Mm -hmm. tell them to just give you the name of the baby mama, the name of the child, the approximate age. Like I also fully believe like I believe in giving your friends the tea about the people they dating. But I also believe in giving them the fucking receipts. And so if they felt if they felt comfortable enough coming to you with it, like I personally would never tell my friend something about her nigga if I didn't have proof about it. Because why would I insert myself otherwise?
0: Exactly. So you could
1: ask them for that shit. I don't know. Maybe the friend of the friend of the friend is hating on y'all's relationship. Probably not. Probably he don't pay child support. But, you know, you might as well do your investigations and see.
0: And as the damn friend, it's plenty of situations where you can have proof and that motherfucker ain't going nowhere anyway and could lively not want to be your motherfucker friend anymore. Cause now you the op, yep. according to the, <laughs> the, the motherfucker you had a relationship with. And now you've lost Anderbo Anderbo.
1: So <laughs> damn, that's true. Like that is always. A very real possibility. So you have to keep that in mind. But, you know, I would just start with asking the simple questions. If he denies having a baby and nobody can produce proof of this baby mama or this child, then I would let it go. And if they can say something to, to counteract it, then, you know, you could take it from there. If he says, yes, I do have a child, then you can say, oh, that's super important to me. And then that's like a rational question to ask somebody you're dating What is your relationship like with your children? That is a rational thing to ask. If you are scared to ask that because you're scared of his response and maybe he'll break up with you because of that, that's not somebody worth dating.
0: Also, you know, sometimes you can feel certain things in the air. Does does, does he feel like the type of nigga that would not have, that would have a child and not say anything about it? Does he seem like a type of nigga that would have a, a child and do not? Not financially supported. Like, ask yourself these questions if if that would be like mind blowing because he doesn't even seem like the type. Not to say that it still couldn't be possible, but something tells me you kind of believe it because you could see it. Yeah. I don't know. Might just kind of give you, you know, the temperature for everything, but I totally agree. You know, see if you've got some Facebook savvy, social media stalking savvy friends. Who can put in the work? I've definitely been that friend before. I don't oh, even yeah. know who the fuck Same. the nigga was. I just agreed because that's my home. I'm so, so good at
1: that shit. I'm I've definitely so gone ahead good. and logged in. <laughs> I definitely. I just have to say, I am so good at finding these niggas. I'm going to do it. I yeah. have to. Like, I'm so <laughs> very good at finding these niggas on whichever. I mean, back to the MySpace days, you young people don't know nothing about that because y'all yeah. was like three. But. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my early 20s and a lot of mess was going down in the top eight and I used to I used to be so good at finding out shit about these niggas and so you know oh my god and then they upgraded it to where it could be top 16 or top 32 or whatever oh that was when it went late yeah that that was was too much that was too much but then it was top eight and then it was also the order of the top eight like that mattered a lot yes
0: (laughs) yes Bitch, if you got demoted from place two to, like, four, bitch, who did you piss off? They heard something you said, bitch.
1: (laughs) That is so true. It's so true. So, I've been doing this for a long time is my point, basically, here. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with a little social media stalking. I really don't think so. Hopefully, you get the answers that will lead you to make um, a choice that is good for you. But don't be afraid Of possibly losing out on this man based off the answer, because what you don't want to do is have a baby by somebody who already is not taking care of his other children. Very true. That's what you don't want to do. That's more important.
0: I'm try not to. Yes.
1: All right. Our next question comes from Alexis, who says, "I'm a 29 year old black woman and college student who worked full time and was a full time college student pre pandemic. I live in New York and I have a boyfriend of 10 years." We live together and we've been best friends since we started dating. It's just the two of us, no children and no pets. I'm close with his family and he is cool with mine. He is an emotionally mature and very logical thinker, which has always been helpful to me because I suffer from anxiety and I am a chronic overthinker. From the outside looking in, you'd say we were made for each other. The problem is mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I question my life and our relationship. Things that I didn't notice the first few years stick out to me and they worry me deeply, like his lack of motivation and ambition. Oh, boy. Every time I bring up him finding a new job or starting a career, I feel awkward and uncomfortable and he seems disturbed. He works out constantly because he's very proud of his body. And when he's not doing that, he's playing his games online and making comments about how he doesn't have any fun with me. Meanwhile, I'm just as bored as he is. Right. (laughs) His video games don't bother me, but I wish he'd focus on more than just that. I want to go on vacations and go out on dates and get cute gifts and flowers regularly. In three years, I would like to start a family and move to a bigger place. I understand that there's a pandemic going on, and unfortunately, we were both laid off. But it seems like all the problems we have have since been magnified. Right. For the past several months, I've been buying all of our food. (laughs) And our essentials for the house. He always made less than I did, but I stayed with him despite that in the hopes that things would get better. He works a security job four days a week, so his unemployment check is $120 a week and he gets $100 in food stamps.
0: She told us every dollar amount. She
1: did, and she kept going. I -hmm. take care of us with my unemployment check of about $350 a week, and I am so fed up and I'm also exhausted. Because I've exhausted all my savings to keep us afloat. Yikes. Here's the plot twist. (laughs) uh,
0: There is one? There there (laughs) is
1: one. Nope. Okay. In January of last year, I cheated on him with my ex.
0: Well, then step into the room.
1: (laughs) Afterwards, I confessed to my boyfriend because my conscience wouldn't allow me to take this secret to the grave. And I left to stay with my mom immediately after I told him. However, my boyfriend fought for me to come back home. And after a couple of weeks, I did. I cut off my ex and I haven't spoken to him since. But my boyfriend went through my phone and found messages, pictures, videos of us together and even saw me complaining to the nigga about our relationship. Oh, girl, (laughs) we went to therapy after I cheated and the guilt, shame, regret, unresolved emotions and attachment issues motivated me to stay with him and work it out anyway. I still look at other men, but I never entertain them or take their phone numbers. I've even curved a fine professional athlete to prove my love and respect for my man. So I know I've fallen out of love, but loyalty alone keeps me here.
0: Come on, professional athlete like we give a damn.
1: (laughs) Fast forward to the present day, our sex life is still a struggle. To be honest, I forced myself to do it because both he and my mother told me that I broke our relationship and a healthy sex life will fix it. However, he likes kinky sex, so this isn't really fun or easy for me, but I do it anyway. My friends have told me to keep trying to work on our relationship because not everybody makes it to (sighs) 10 years. And I do try, but it doesn't seem like I'll ever get what I need out of this relationship. Five years ago, I wanted to be engaged, but because of his financial problems, I waited patiently. Now it doesn't seem like I'm any closer to evolving in this relationship at all. He can't afford to live in our apartment on his own, and I put so much money into it from the furniture and appliances and decor that I don't want to just walk away. I also don't want to lose the person that I consider to be my friend, so it kind of feels like I'm stuck. What would y'all do in this situation? Love, Alexis.
0: Alexis, sweetie, I'm trying to see if I can refresh my mind on anything Anything kind you said about him (laughs) or like positive that you're getting out of this situation. Um, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. (laughs) I remember mostly you discussing this nigga having no ambition um, and no money to support your situation together, even with a lack of kids and pets and that that was an issue prior to the pandemic which has just made this stuff worse i totally would get giving a nigga a break you know after having lost her job and playing fucking Call of Duty all day or whatever the fuck and being but like nigga if you're I'm buying the groceries I'm sure you're also cooking all of the damn groceries mm-hmm. and doing whatever the fuck else around the goddamn house and this nigga is playing video games all all day and then also has the nerve to say he's not having fun with you well bitch excuse me for not wanting to figure out how to play Fortnite bitch like like the fuck right. excuse me I just didn't know that I was the only one not having fun in a pandemic I thought everybody was just outside like what Yeah. So it sounds to me like I get that it's, it's been a, a, an extensive relationship. Obviously you have a. a very serious very deep connection with one another having been together for so long and referring to him as your best friend and stuff but it just sounds like you're not really supposed to be together right now and i get that that's not like as easy as it sounds or whatever in many 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 cases but like mama you don't have kids with him and you don't have a dog like (laughs) the rest of that stuff can work itself out you've been tempted to cheat yeah again mind you or whatever floss uh, us about you know whoever whatever sports ball player and stuff that you told it hit the road to go back to your nigga who's playing apex legends and calling you boring and telling you to heat up his beefaroni or whatever the (laughs) fuck like it just sounds like like you feel more like obligation to make it work out of like some idea of whatever the principle of relationship is supposed to be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're having fun. He flat out told you he's not having fun. (laughs) And like, maybe you need to go your separate ways. Even if it's, for a while but it may be that you've grown each other like grown apart yeah. lack of ambition or like drive or get up to go and do anything is a huge thing i feel like for most people but damn sure for me and i will work with you i don't need no nigga to be you know a huge ceo or whatever like you didn't say like yeah. i will absolutely support you in your efforts and drive and, and stuff like that from wherever but like if you have like no intention or or anything no motivation to just try at all no intrigue, nothing like that will be a problem eventually, if not immediately. So that mixed in with everything that you're already talking about. Like, I just don't see any reason to continue. They haven't talked about going to therapy, did they?
1: Well, they went to therapy after she cheated. But oh, right, she right. also, it sounds to me like you didn't really get. Like, probably y'all stopped therapy before you really got something out of it personally, because you still felt like guilt and shame and regret were reasons to stay in a relationship when they are not. Like, y'all have been together for 10 years. You're 29, which means y'all got together when you were 19 years old. Oh, yes. And so it's very, very, very possible that at the age of 26 or 27, you was like, this nigga is actually not doing shit with his life.
0: This is so the fact. Yes.
1: And and so you were already feeling frustrated. And honestly, you cheating should have been the end of their relationship entirely. Unfortunately, your mama yeah. gave you bad advice. Your man gave your you friends. bad advice. Your friends. The whole not, not everybody makes it to 10 years together. Bitch, so being <laughs> exactly. together for what? 10 years in a miserable relationship is trash. I'd, be, I'd rather be miserable by my fucking self.
0: So, because we made it ten years together, we should just be miserable until we die. Yeah, no, like forever. Y'all,
1: you're twenty nine years old, girl. Bitch, do not sign you your life it, away for this relationship.
0: You could have made it to thirty years and been like, you know what? Actually, I'm finished. Like, right. it doesn't matter.
1: The pandemic might make you feel like, oh, things are so bad right now. We're both laid off. Like, he can't afford this apartment by himself. All that other stuff. All that's very real. However, it is not a reason to sacrifice your happiness. And you are not responsible for taking care of him. He does actually have to take care of himself if you choose to end the relationship, because you are able to do that at any point in time. Y'all are not married, meaning you can literally just say it's over and then it's legally over. And then it's done. (laughs) If you were married, it would at least be a a longer process than that. But you could still be like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm fucking out. And it's his job to take care of himself. Like, you're not obligated to this man because y'all have been together for 10 years, especially given that you were so fucking young. Like, girl, of course you have probably outgrown this man. Y'all have grown each other. Like Fury said, the man is blatantly saying he's not having fun with your ass. <laughs> like, you're basically taking care of him with your three times a week higher fucking unemployment or whatever. Right. And so... <sighs>
0: I bet you that if you were to scoop Sis. up your shit and take that, <laughs> take that fry daddy out the house and make that nigga figure out how yeah. fuck to eat, you'd be surprised by the sudden surge in motivation right? Um, that he may have, but maybe he would, maybe you just go and find somebody else to take care of his ass.
1: You take all your Nice shit Your appliances And your furniture And shit out that apartment And move it back Into your mama's house Or your own place Or whatever Because you getting Another job Like Whatever you choose to do You do deserve to be happy You don't have to sign up For a lifetime Of being unhappy With this man Because you decided To be with him When you were 19 Fucking years old You know what kind of shit I did when I was 19 No me either Because that's how Fucking stupid I was at 19 And drunk all the goddamn time Bitch I don't know What I said or did When I was 19 Imagine still being Held to that shit today right absolutely not leave that man if you feel like it's not going nowhere you tried therapy and y'all are just patently unhappy do not let the pandemic keeping you from leave that motherfucker please do not don't
0: let guilt from cheating Like, trap you in this weird obligation where both of you end up just being miserable and wasting each other's time anyway. Yes, you were wrong for cheating and you went to therapy and stuff like that as well, but it doesn't mean that you are like indebted to him for like the rest of your days. You fucked up and did something bad. Like, (laughs) nah.
1: You just made a mistake. Thankfully, it is a mistake that is not going to have any material effect on your life or his life like yes it hurts to be cheated on but it's not like you got pregnant and kept a baby or you know something that would forever alter your life in some way right you can just leave this nigga because you're not happy and that's all the reason you need to leave somebody you don't have to have a reason and your mama and your friends can just not understand tell them they can (laughs) sign up to be unhappy if they want to but you're only 29 and you're not willing to give up the rest of your life for that shit (laughs) period so good luck to you sis but don't let the pandemic keep you from leaving these niggas that goes out to you and a whole lot of other people who are struggling with the same thing
0: because let me tell you something when outside officially open you're gonna leave that
1: (laughs) right i mean as soon as outside completely open back up worldwide the number of divorces is going to be sky high but anyway our last Mm -hmm. letter this week comes from cassie who says I'm in my early thirties and I have never been in a quote unquote real relationship for a lot of different reasons. I was raised in a very restrictive religion. I grew up watching dysfunctional relationships all of my, all around me and I have a big fear of rejection, not to mention my issues with loving or accepting my body. I started putting in an effort to date earlier this year, but then COVID happened and put a pause on all that. But so far I've learned that I really hate the, when was your last relationship question. I never know how to answer it. Those questions always pop up early in the process, and I'm not very comfortable saying it's because my life has been very, very weird, and I hated my body for years, and for a second I thought I might be asexual, but nope, that is definitely not it. I'm just starting to love and appreciate my body and myself, and yes, I know I'm 30-something doing all this. When I did tell one guy that I had never been in a relationship, he asked what was wrong with me and said that I wasn't normal, and I had no idea how to answer that.
0: I thought I was a fucking idiot. So right. Who cares? That
1: nigga was rude. But <laughs> if it were you, how would you answer those kind of questions without diving too deep under the surface so early in the dating process? Please help. Thanks, Cassie.
0: <coughs> um, Cassie, I think that <laughs> you're like, I totally agree with the, um, the disdain <laughs> for this question <laughs> so early in dating. Right. <laughs> Like, why would I want to talk about My something ex. that's obviously over? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm attempting to move on from, because I'm here. I'm here to have so, a good time. <laughs> you know, I always find that that's an awkward question um to answer. And sometimes you really don't have a fucking answer for it. Or you don't know how to answer it. And that's okay. Like, you're not applying for a loan. Bitch, you don't have to, like, have... You know what I'm saying, like
1: references and shit
0: right references and, and pay stubs and
1: all, <laughs> right. it's not bank statements and shit leave me alone
0: <laughs> yeah you could say the most vague version of the truth that you want you know you've just had complicated complicated experiences when it comes to dating or you know um I don't know, like, self-confidence or something like that. Like, you don't have to... I totally get, like, the word vomit of it all, like, her sending it, like, I would feel this way about this, and I felt that way about this, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go through every single aisle of, you know, your journey to, you know, whatever got you out of your last relationship or whatever. Um... So, yeah, I think that I would probably just try to find the most concise, um, sort of vague version of of the answer that I'm comfortable with. And I think I would just try to start there because, like, I guess I understand why some people early on in dating really like to have that conversation. I suppose it's supposed to give you some sort of indication of what the type of way that maybe that person maneuvers in relationships or maybe it's a way to like dig up red flags really quickly i don't know but um yeah i think i would just try and keep it cute i prefer to have fun you know silly random conversations and (laughs) that kind of stuff when we're talking or just talk about music or like Books or movies or some yeah. shit like finding commonalities and things that we enjoy and not talking about, you know, niggas we probably don't talk to anymore <laughs> or worse, niggas you still do.
1: Right. So there is always that. <laughs> but um, like you said in this email that you've never been in a real relationship, which says to me that you have at least had experience with other people before. Like this is not your first time kissing or holding hands or going on a date Or even having sex necessarily. So I would just kind of be honest about that and say I've dated around, but I've never been in a serious relationship or I've never been in a long-term relationship. And... So regardless, if you decide to frame it that way or not, somebody being like, what's wrong with you? You're not normal or that's not normal is an absolute asshole. Like, it's actually a blessing in disguise for somebody to say something like that. Because, you know, right then, this is not a person worth actually (laughs) investing any time with. Because that is beyond rude. Like, (laughs) that's what
0: I'm saying. That's
1: such a fucked up thing to say to somebody. So
0: That's like the montage, like the dating montage in the 90s, early 2000s romance comedy or whatever, where they like... Go on that quick uh, succession of bad dates. Yeah, like that's one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those things. One where of it's those a quick <laughs> punch out. Like, oh, you're trash. Great. Okay. Yep. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Moving on. You know, don't even don't even hold on to that because that's like so fucking absurd. Right.
1: Part of me is like, well, tell these people straight up that you ain't never been in no real relationship, and if they have a problem with it, then fuck them. But I understand that that might make dating more difficult so if you feel more comfortable being like look i've dated around but i've never been in anything super long term never brought anybody home to meet the parents or whatever that's also a perfectly rational way to frame it that isn't lying explicitly and also it's so early in the process that those people aren't necessarily entitled to everything about you exactly. like you don't need to know my deepest fucking concerns and insecurities and fears and shit on the second damn date so exactly, you can just keep it vague with these niggas and see if they're worth actually opening up to
0: I mean, if you're feeling like a a really genuine connection with someone on a date and they are willfully kind of like opening up to you and sharing personal stuff with them, like sometimes you'll make a connection with somebody that you'll feel like you've been speaking to them forever and you can talk about that kind of stuff. And so obviously that would be different and you would probably just do it regardless because you would just feel it, you know, that it was the right time for that. But like Crystal says, like, yeah, like early on in a dating a first second even a third date you don't need to talk about all of your insecurities and your history with you know how you felt about your body and or or anything else because that's heavy shit and you could possibly still be figuring that out and then you know you never know when you're dating a dipshit how they're going to respond to it they could be incredibly like warm and welcoming and it could actually take your connection to the next level or it could be you know a useful dipshit that would be like you're weird you know what i right. mean and that then could possibly make you feel a way about yourself although like we said please don't because right. if anybody responds <laughs> to you they're literally poison and No have no
1: place in your life anyway. Right. So Or this might be the kind of predatory nigga who wants to hear something like that so they can use it against you or use it to manipulate you in some kind of way. Because they feel like you're vulnerable in that way. Like it's nothing wrong with protecting yourself until you're sure that you can trust somebody. That's so I will never tell you to outright lie, but it's nothing wrong with being vague about the truth until you know somebody well enough to be telling them your fucking secrets. I'm not right. on the fourth date while we sitting across from my fucking apps. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you about my childhood trauma my nigga. <laughs> like Right. I'm like okay. we can talk about the the fucking football game, we can talk about this last right. episode of whatever TV show every nigga is watching. We can argue about insecure like but <laughs> I'm not going to get that deep in with somebody that I really don't know like that
0: right yeah yeah it depends on the type of date you're on with the vibe you're looking for and you flat out have said honey i'm not trying to you know talk about my 401k <laughs> <on date> two. <laughs> like, right girl and we'll just, just watch the movie right
1: and anybody who has a problem with it you already know that that's not somebody worth getting invested in so you know right killing two birds with one stone with that but good luck to you because dating especially in 2020 it honestly sounds like the fucking ghetto I mean, and I cannot fathom. God bless all of you because I'm just not doing book. it right. So, oh, wow. <laughs> and on that cheerful note, send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com. We'll be right back.
0: All right. So, it is time now for the read.
1: It is, and I don't really have one this week. So, it's up to you if you want to go first or not.
0: Um, you sure you can go?
1: Well, I just want to have an, um, I just want to speak very briefly about this situation with Jeffrey Toobin, who works at CNN and is on fucking punishment right now because he was jacking off in the middle of a zoom call.
0: Oh, I briefly heard about this.
1: So like, I honestly don't even want to say too much about this because it's fucking absurd. If you cannot control your sexual urges enough to wait to fucking jack your dick Until you are off of work Zoom call, then you have whatever is coming, coming to your ass. What makes you think that that is even remotely appropriate? Whether you thought the camera was on or not, whether you thought you were on mute or not, fucking check your dick when you're not in these breakout groups on Zoom, girl. This is beyond ridiculous. You do not have... The fucking constitutional right to jack off during work hours. I'm sorry, you just do not. And for everybody trying to defend this man, talk about, oh, everybody jacks off. Oh, this isn't a big deal. Oh, okay. The, you're shaming him for, what? for no white people have been doing the most right now. Then to all those white people, I say, please sit the fuck down. Cause if a black man got caught jacking off, On a fucking Zoom call, y'all would not be rushing to defend that nigga at zero fucking like not a damn one of you would be rushing to play your career and your reputation on the line for that man. He fucked up. He acknowledged that he fucked up. He thought he was not visible when he was. And I'm sure right now he's wishing he had just ended the fucking Zoom call, handled his business and then signed back on or waited till later that night or did it in the shower that morning or literally anything else like literally anything else. This is just, Prayer. I cannot believe y'all are doing this. I cannot believe y'all are acting like this. Like Jeffrey Tubin is being unfairly sacrificed because he chose to fucking choke his own chicken during a work Zoom call. <sighs> y'all got to grow up. You just have to grow up. And then also, everything I said last week about NSARS is still going on. In fact, the government has responded now with armed soldiers shooting at yeah. protesters. I think 15 to 20 people have been killed um at a toll gate in Lagos. So, please continue to follow the story. Please continue to support the people on the ground dealing with this shit firsthand. Like I said, it's entirely too familiar to what we're going through in the United States, but... We stand with you niggas, period. And everything I can do to help and uplift the cause from over here, I'm going to do. Because it's just fucking wrong what's going on. And the fact that y'all responded to, hey, please stop having this special force dedicated to abusing people for having new clothes or phones. The fact that y'all responded to that with shooting niggas.
0: with Let's just murder them.
1: It's just what like,
0: are we doing? Or
1: you could just stop killing us, which, again, sounds very familiar to things I have said myself. But, yes, again, follow the hashtags online um, for ways that you can help out uh, in the fight. Because shit is getting very fucking real in Nigeria. And I'm done.
0: Okay. Um, for me, I just want to start by saying white people...
1: Uh-oh.
0: Your audacity at this point is getting it's getting to a place that should be frightening for you. Um I think it should be frightening for everyone. Mm. Some of y'all are so goddamn bold right now. And I know that the flaming hot fascist has a lot to do with that. I know that he lights a fire in, you know, your racist bellies and makes you feel uh superpowered, perhaps. But some of y'all gonna have to calm down because you will still get your ass beat 2020 and beyond. That's just life. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> So I really want for you guys to remember that before you start making some of the really insane, just brazen decisions that you've been making lately. I got back home from, again, a beautiful trip to Mexico just today, just earlier this afternoon. And um, I will say that although I left the city you know what I'm saying, in a pandemic. I wasn't out there just not giving a fuck. Okay? I told you before this show, I had on a mask, (laughs) face shield, multiple gloves. You did. I had sanitizer on deck at all times when I was traveling. And where I stood, you know, like, we. okay, I wasn't playing that kind of game because for what? So, when I come home, obviously... It is no damn different. Come back to the house, put my shit down, and I go to pick up my child. I get into the elevator.
1: Oh, no. Um, Oh, no.
0: Goes down a couple of floors, maybe four or so. Stops, which already be aggravating me. God forgive me, I'm really impatient. I just be wanting to go all the way down, but whatever. Elevator stops. This young, John Mayer-looking motherfucker stepped onto the car with a very, very large, beautiful, fluffy dog. Like, I wish I knew the breed. It was gorgeous. The problem was that this white boy did not have a mask on his face. Oh, no. The elevators in this building all damn year have had not one <laughs> but two signs in each of them that say when you are in this here bitch there needs to be a mask on your face Amen. the end management like it has been there four months oh. on the 13th of october i got an email from the building that said hey girls just give you an update with where we're adding things opening the gym back up uh, you need a reservation to use it, and it's going to be limited, but, you know, good luck with that. Um, couple of other updates, really, most of them didn't change much of anything, but one thing that did not change at all was that, bitch, you need to have a mask <laughs> on your face unless you are in your home. Right. So, when this white boy stepped on the the, the elevator with his dog and had no mask on his face... I just, I was, like, taken aback by, like, the nerve. And so I kind of made this motion, this this kind of shrugging, like, what kind of motion. And then I just stepped off. I didn't say anything to him. I just stepped off of the elevator. Amen. And I wanted to so bad. Because maybe, like, a week or two ago, I was leaving to go, like, to the pharmacy. And when I got on the elevator, one of the guys who worked, like, the Porters in the building, another white young boy got on the elevator and he had a mask on his mouth but not his nose. And in my mind, I was like, I know that a lot of dumbasses do that and I don't really understand why. But, like, I would assume that since, like, you're at work, <laughs> that, like, you must have, like, a boss or somebody that's not playing that, right? Because, again, they have been on our asses about these mask shits right. in this building. So, then I almost wanted to be like, could you... Because... I mean, what you do wherever (laughs) else, I guess, is your business, but I'm in here. And I would like to live and also not kill anyone. Amen. But I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Didn't say anything. Wrote the elevator, took my ass to work. So when this white boy came on the elevator today and he didn't have a mask on, I was so close to piping up. But I was like, you know what? I just got back. I'm not even going to let the devil do this. I stepped off. So I got off the elevator and I hear him behind me go,
1: bye. No, this white man did not. Shut up. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) no. When I tell you. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) I I didn't even turn around all the way. I immediately stuck my hand out behind me in between those elevator doors before they closed. And I stepped my black ass back onto that (laughs) elevator and I said, hi. And I hit door close. Uh Oh, no, you didn't. And I stood in front of this white boy with my right fist balled into my left hand, arms in front of me oh on some paid and full shit. Oh I looked God. at this white boy directly in his motherfucking face. Crystal, when I tell you, he did not look at me, <laughs> did not, he barely breathed. See? He didn't say Shit to me. Cause I'm telling you, I wanted him to just, I wanted him to chuckle, just laugh, say grin, say anything. I was gonna take his whole shit off and apologize to the dog when I got off the elevator <laughs> at the ground floor. <laughs> Bitch, like, I was going to lay his ass out if he said anything to me that I didn't motherfucking like. He didn't say anything. We got to the ground floor and I said bye. And I let him walk out in front of me. I was going to get into, you know, the Uber to go uptown to get the dog. So, he walked out of the building and when I stepped out of the building, I said, hey, <laughs> I know where you live, pussy. <laughs> so don't forget that.
1: Oh, God.
0: What? And he kept walking. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And what I truly mean by that is like, bitch, I live here. Right. Bitch, you're going to see me again. Right. Just like I have seen you in this building prior to today. So now you really want problems with somebody for what the fuck? First of all, bitch, you're in the wrong because you should have a mask on in this elevator. I don't give a fuck if I have a mask on or not. I'm doing it's not like, are you dizzy, right. bitch? Do
1: do you feel like you could just do whatever the fuck you want? Everybody's supposed to wear a mask, nigga. That's the only way it works. Everybody got. Like, I don't wear think
0: it. that the central the the center of disease control was like, bitch, wear a mask unless somebody else got one on. <laughs> <Being you. laughs>
1: What a mess. No, see? And how he tried you. And then when you got back on the elevator, he had shit to say. he I don't think that he expected,
0: like, I don't know, maybe my sweatpants are tight. Like, maybe I was giving shape and so he was non-threatened. I don't know what it was. He just, because I didn't say anything to him. I just stepped off and he was just, bitch, you could have just, took the I was doing you a favor now you get to ride on the elevator by yourself with your dog but you wanted to have an attitude and try and get cute and pipe up not to my black ass (laughs) not to motherfucking day because let me tell you something I will beat your motherfucking ass and I will come right back into my motherfucking house with my dog and ain't nobody gonna say shit to me do shit to me I wanted to pull back up to the apartment so bad to the building and have him have been like in the lobby had complained like I wanted him to have said something or whatever <laughs> like uh, he threatened me or he was like i just i really wanted him to take it a step further that bitch learned to motherfucking day you better shut your ass up when you talking to any negro in your space from here henceforth yeah. hence the fuck forth because this comes right off of Amber had posted this story on her Instagram about how she was going shopping somewhere. Amber Riley, and she said that like some guy it, who had a, a a MAGA hat on or whatever, like cut in front of her and sort of like used the hat, like waved the hat as if and pointed at it as if to say like, "Girl, I'm a Trump supporter. Like, that's Let a me Disney pass.
1: fast pass, bitch. If you don't right, get on like, my face." <laughs> oh my god so she
0: said she like waved to him like bitch i don't care about that like go <laughs> so i like move so that i can go and she said that this man spit on her car
1: <gasps> what see that's what i get for skipping instagram for a day god damn i sent her a message so fast so i said bitch i'll be in
0: la i'm ready to throw <laughs> hands whenever it is because no, at this, this point i'm nuts. so goddamn tired of these motherfuckers they feel so fucking even when we were in mexico at one point, we were out by the beach, and again, our group intentionally made sure that we were not near nobody. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, a bit behind us, like, off to the side, there was a group of, like, maybe seven or eight people, all white gay men, except one of them, oh, no. who was a white woman. Oh, no. Let's call her Karen.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: And... You know, so me and my niggas are sitting here and enjoying our wings and keeping our hands sanitizer by us and just being, you know, <laughs> thanking God for life. And at some point, our home girl, the white girl in that group, who, mind you, again, weren't even that close to us, but she was one of those like voices that was like. <laughs> like you know when like someone's having a conversation like somewhere from or like a couple feet away from you or whatever but you only hear that person yeah like it was like sh- like all we could hear was her voice and she had like the quintessential like nasally super annoying white girl voice and was talking about like dicks and and like dick pics or like just like dumb shit and cackling and i just remember at one point laughing and saying bitch shut the fuck up but like i I know she i didn't say it for her to hear but like i acknowledged (laughs) to like within my group that she was already annoying okay So at some point she says to our friend Neff, like something about her bathing suit, like her top or something like that. And she said something like, "Because your friends was letting you sit there like that." So my homeboy Lamar turned and he he turned to her and he was like, "What did you say? What are you talking about, bitch?" (laughs) Again, non-threatening. No one has raised their voices. Again, we're not even trying to exchange voice. He was simply trying to figure out what you were even talking about so that we could help our friend. Oh and this girl God. was like um I can have an attitude too or you know I could I could take off my glasses too or something like that cuz I think that he had taken off his sunglasses or something to like actually figure out what this girl was talking about. And she just was like crazy hostile the entire time. It was just like I don't care because you know you were going to let her sit there like that and we can just go we can argue if you want to do that honey and da-da-da. and being and literally no one is is yelling or or arguing we're just trying to figure out what the fuck this girl's talking about so at one point i turned around (laughs) and i said ma'am shut up we are done (laughs) like shut up we're done because we will lay out all of your friends oh god oh lord and then you'll be here by yourself and we'll still go home. So like, and at that point, one of the white boys like got up and was like, okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. And then literally there, her, that entire group got up uh, and left. Of course it did. And, and she, no, except her, <laughs> like they all left her there. <laughs> oh no. <I> pro- like, <laughs> They left her ass there, they was sick and of at her some shit. point, <laughs> at some point, I like uh my friend told me that like one of them said something about like she was on drugs, which explained a lot. <sighs> but it was like, girl, what? Where is this attitude coming from? Where is this audacity coming from? Like, why are y'all trying it? Like, we're just in our skin, bitch. Right? Just existing, not bothering any one of y'all, and y'all feel so like just emblazoned and you're like nerve and disrespect and attitude and you will get beat up
1: (laughs) Like, (laughs) right talking all this shit to the wrong nigga will absolutely get you beat up (laughs) when i got back on that motherfucking elevator
0: and i stood next to that motherfucker looking like i was in belly or paid in full or some shit he did not even like blink like he did not like when i saw that i was like oh like yeah. You know, now this is nothing because right. you're not trying to fight. Like, if you would have given me something, then I would have known where to go. But I know that you don't want to fight me. You did not expect me to get back on the elevator and actually buck up with you like that. And I didn't even say shit to him on the motherfucking elevator. Yeah. So at that point, bitch, like, you're going to see me in this building again. And every time I see you, I'm going to look at you crazy. But I will know that it's never going to go any fucking further than that. And also, he looked like he was probably like 19 years old. What the fuck I look like beating your motherfucking ass?
1: Like He was just talking big shit that he absolutely could not back up.
0: Shut the fuck up. I might have. You don't know me, bitch. I could have been the one who actually would have fucked your ass up. So keep it cute. Because again, you're wrong. You're doing the most. You're the one who is wrong. Yep. I could have went downstairs and said, "This this young man endangered my life." <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't break no, shut up, <laughs> like, bitch! Because that's
1: what y'all ass would have done if it was me, bitch. Yep. Fuck you. Despite all these so, cameras and everything, you could have smacked the shit out of him. I'm proud of you for not. Like, listen,
0: I just
1: yep. want to get
0: through this election, amen, and be drunk by a solid 3.30, like, <laughs> and a sleep by 3.45. I just, like, I'm so tired of y'all and your shit, bitch. Yep. And at this point, I don't even know what to expect or care when it comes to your fuckery. But, bit you can get fucked. Uh, it can still happen. You can get your ass beat. So keep it the fuck cute, especially if you are not interested in throwing No, hand. Because (laughs) guess what? Again, bitch, you said nothing on that elevator. Again, bitch, Amber Riley could not find your ass inside that store after you decided to spit on her car. Again, madam on the beach, your friends left you because they didn't want to get their asses beat. They didn't want to get beat up for your high ass. And you said, we did, listen, we didn't hear shit else yeah, again after not. that. Of course so you did So if not. you are not even interested in possibly engaging in fisticuffs, <laughs> why start?
1: Because they full of shit, friend. Because they full of shit.
0: Why start? Just en- enjoy your, your fucking privilege. Bask in that shit. You already have that. But you're not going to do is have the privilege of also trying me, okay, <laughs> while I'm up and Adam <laughs> Cause bitch, Woo. catch me on the right motherfucking day. I see that bitch in his motherfucking building again. He say something I don't like. I will make my right hand great again. Bitch, <laughs> play with me.
1: Oh shit. And on that note <laughs>
0: oh and also I wanted to say y'all are real fake as fuck once again for letting me go however long the fuck the Krispy Kreme has been making honey buns and nobody said anything to me I find it disrespectful I find what? it shiftless I find it inconsiderate I find it uncouth I find it uh, <laughs> anti-black and um, personally like I don't know how to forgive you for any of you honestly that possibly knew about this some of y'all have said it's fantastic some of y'all said it's trash so some of y'all have even said bitch it's got gluten in it so why do you even care all the other stuff.
1: Well, I mean, honey buns are already too sweet just as a product. So I'm sure this is entirely too... No, they're too sweet, friend. It's like eating s'mores, a sugar sandwich. It is too sweet. It's sweet bread with additional sugar on top. So it's just... Mm. No. (laughs) I had no idea these existed, though, and I can see why you mad, because I know how you are.
0: (laughs) I know they are so good no. and somebody told me they make cinnamon rolls
1: too oh, no. you only need one bite of that you don't need no more of
0: that <laughs> you just put it back in the
1: fridge cause you're gonna get dizzy you eat half of a honey bun you're gonna get dizzy get to you later <laughs> but it do sound good amen <laughs>
0: That's it, white people. Be careful. That's right. Be careful. Tread lightly. Not everybody's gonna <laughs> have the patience. Not everybody got something to lose, and not everybody gonna think twice. Somebody's gonna go in your shit. A couple of y'all have already been getting your ass beat because we already tired.
1: Woo! Yes, please do that up into the election and beyond. And that wraps up. this week's episode of the Read. Check us out on social media at This Is the Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. You can find our merch at shop3.com Any news for you this week?
0: There is no news for me. Again, I want to say thanks to everybody for being patient with us. And also the moral of the story um, is that, you know, germs can come in and out of your nostrils as well. They can. And so, they can you do know, that. keep that in mind <laughs> in a pandemic where germs are killing people.
1: The mask goes over your nose and your mouth. It goes over both.
0: Or you might as well just open both holes and (laughs) cough. Why don't
1: you just do that? All right. On that note, we will see y'all next week.